Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Man in the High Castle after show. We're talking episode five, Mauvaise Foi. Uh, John actually has a heart, maybe. Wyatt and Juliana reconnect. And is the BCR over or has their flame fully been ignited? Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, and welcome to the Man in the High Castle After Show. We're talking episode five, Mouvet yeah. Sorry if I said that wrong. You know, I'm like, yes. Yeah, the best we can. I think it's interesting. Yeah. It's French for this title, and we will go into what that means in a moment. Uh, right. My name is Carrie Lane, and I'm joined by my awesome panel. That's right, it's me, Belle Blankenship, and... I am Rachel Goodman. I am very excited to talk about the bad faith of this episode. Yes, yeah, so actually, uh, we were talking about it a little bit right before this started. Rachel, what does yes. mauvaise foi mean? It means literally bad faith. It is from Sartre, and I would have said Sartre, but in French... <laughs> So just saying, um, it is from the philosopher Sartre and um, Beauvoir, and the uh, basically it's somebody who is not being exactly genuine to their authentic self. Hmm, which sounds like John. Very, very <laughs> fitting, and it also goes along. Um, so Sartre was a very um, he was a, a believer of like um, someone who's having a crisis of themselves. And sounds like many of our characters. Yeah, yeah. and I'll read one of his quotes when we get to the historical chat. Nice. (laughs) Uh, So we're going to break down what went down this episode as well as our special segments later where we go a little bit deeper of what the reality is in the fiction. So to start us off, we'll go through um, kind of in order of how much Mm -hmm. it takes up the plot line. We got Childen. And that's he is a very tiny part, but he's alive <laughs> and he didn't die. Who's excited God, he didn't die? I'm, I'm glad happy he didn't about die. That. I was like, oh no, don't die. I, did, did you think he was going to die? I thought it was the uh, end of the road for him. I, it could have been. I did too. Now, I think what's interesting about that little scene with him and Benji mm-hmm. is first, I was wondering if Benji let him go because of something that, because of the Japanese that children was saying. And I was actually mm. trying to translate it, but I had no luck doing that. Um, so yeah, first I was thinking, okay, because, you know, they do know Japanese, so right. was it something he said? Or is it just because Benji really just isn't kind of strong enough yet, like all the other BCR members? So, yeah, I was... I was pleasantly surprised that he was released. <laughs> or is he stronger that he has the good True. faith to be like, no, this person isn't a threat? Yeah. Uh, That's how I interpreted okay. it, was that he was not, like, I, I yeah. totally get what you're saying, yeah. too. Yeah. But I, I felt like he took him out there because he wanted to spare him. It, so I, he did it on purpose. Uh, I think he couldn't murder someone in this way. Like, this is murder. Yeah. Like, the other way they were fighting is more for their freedom. This yeah. is just some guy who's unarmed and, like... That's a good point. Kind of pathetic, let's yeah. be honest. We love children, but he's a little <laughs> yes. pathetic. And it's like, why are you going to do that? So I think he's like, no, I'm just... Leave, don't come back. Yeah. 
don't make this bad for me if you came back. <laughs> yeah, uh, do we think he cut him just so he could have blood on his weapon? Yeah, of like, yes. I did it and I got rid of the body. Don't worry. That's Absolutely. what I kind of figured. Yeah, I felt like it was more of that. I also got the sense that it was a warning, too. Ah, like, don't, don't okay. mess with us again. Oh. Don't come back here. Oh, okay, Keep, okay. Not, not that Chill Down yeah. really did mess with them no. because he sort of got involved in this yeah. coincidentally, but yeah. I felt like it was a warning of, hey, stay away. Don't come back. Don't talk yeah. about this. Don't poke around. We're you don't belong. Yeah. Like and that. he pseudo gets his momentarily happy ending. He goes home and Yukiko, Yukiko, Yukiko. is there. I was like, yay! She's not dead! She's like, I, I came back and so they're fine for now. Yeah. yeah. Now I think what... Now I thought this was such a cool scene because I think this is the first time children children could actually care less about his things. When he actually yeah. throws the pot on the floor. That to me was such a breakout moment for him mm. because... I don't think I've ever about seen him. So much, oh, yeah. absolutely. Like from the start of the show. I mean, even way back in the other seasons when he and Frank and Ed are going mm-hmm. across in the bus and it like that is his life. So when he kind of makes that small little movement, I think I'm hoping this is going to be him changing and mm. maybe we're gonna see him step up. Might be more of a prediction, but uh yeah. yeah, I thought that was a very very cool thing um to have him do that in this episode. I think he was kind of the sh- episode's personification of the mm-hmm. idea of really fullizing, fully realizing what is important. Yes. So many of these characters are experienced lost are have lost something mm-hmm. Uh, recently or long time ago, and this episode is like, this is what matters, is people and yes. connections. Not an object, not an mm-hmm. ideal, it's like, who's in your life? Right. So I think that's what he kind of represented. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, with Belle and Elijah, we get Iquano mm-hmm. dead. Um, I, I, I guess I kind of saw that coming. Uh, it was unfortunate. I do yeah. like how um, Equiano points out that that this was kind of the first time that the black man was yes. able to negotiate on equal terms. Yes, I read um, that quote down too. I like that. <laughs> and so he felt that was a win. Yes. Though I then I'd say the next step further and say yeah. people too cuz I'm like wait, ladies too, but yes. the bell is very important, <laughs> but they give her mad respect yes. of like, hey, um, you've done a lot. You've made some great progress. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they felt like, no, this has been progress. Yeah. Do you know what I find the most interesting mm. of, between that exchange? When um, it was Aquano mentioning that India, China, and Australia were also having their own rebellions. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. that. I'm like, rest yeah. of the world? What? Tell me more. And, and yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is that we are focused, you know, in, a, in America, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. I would love it if one day they did a spinoff show yeah. uh, where they showed us what was happening, okay. you know, across the world. Yeah. Um, because I feel like... Yeah. When we, I feel this is a read the book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe the book doesn't go into that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because huh. it sounded so interesting. We're like, oh, tell us more. What's yeah. going on over there? Exactly. And it, and it made them feel... It, felt, it made me feel like they, there was more power mm. for the good guys than yes. we realized. Yes. Absolutely. It and didn't I, feel yeah. hopeless. Right. I think another... I, I thought was a really special moment was between the Admiral and Equiano, where... Which just sucked, because it was right before everyone's just getting railed with bullets, where... The Admiral's like, oh, you know, why didn't you continue to be yeah. a blacksmith? And he's like, I'm afraid of horses. And yeah. then he says, you know, he it, it's tough for him to be, I guess, in the Navy, yeah. the Japanese Navy, because um, he gets seasick the first two days. So you have this one little moment where you're like, they might actually have peace. And then mm-hmm. I got so confused, though, when 
Because first, when they shot Equiano, and then they started shooting the Admirals team, so that, I was like, they're just shooting everybody. So I had to rewind it. I was, yeah, like, what? I was like, wait, who is killing him? Who I yeah. had to rewind two yeah. or three times because what I thought at first is that um, it was, you know, it was, uh, I'm going to butcher his Inokuchi? name. Inokuchi? Inokuchi. That thought he did he, shot? Yeah, I almost but, did too. But yes. that was from the other what? side. Yeah, I rewound, and it was, the look on his face told me, no, 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 he's mm-hmm. surprised here. Yeah. And then I, I I didn't even know who got shot first I at didn't first. Either. It was so fast. Yeah. yeah. I had to rewind. And he, and oh, yeah. Uh, no, the, so we get the we get our secret meeting. Mm-hmm. Bell, Elijah are all involved, uh, and then also how Inokuchi kind of mentions how well this is your home. It's like, but you guys are you're you were slaves from Africa. Like yeah. essentially, this is not where you're from. Yeah. But Equiano points out, it's like no, that pretty much they have endured the most out of anybody, yes. and that they will endure anything to be free. Which I really appreciated yes. that statement and their sentiment. And he also um, has that line where he says, you no longer have a monopoly on violence. Yeah. So I like that. that. Like, that was a really, that was a good threat to them as well. Um, yeah, that just, that really was one of the most shocking yeah. moments of this episode, for sure. And then, what did you think of their demands of wanting a free state? I think it sounds like a brilliant idea of where they mm-hmm. could um, govern themselves, though I don't think the Reich would allow it. Even if it's yeah. in the Japanese territory, I feel the Reich would come mess it up. They would not be okay with no, that. No, they would absolutely not. That would be yeah. what started official war between Japan and Germany. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, too, and I don't want to break into a historical moment, but <laughs> this is not. This is something that actually was proposed during the mm-hmm. Civil War, too. Mm-hmm. So that was where my head went. I was like, oh, okay, like that's mm. kind of their... What like, had been proposed once yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I thought, okay, well, this might be a really good idea. Plus, it also kind of reminded me of Israel as well, the idea mm. of the Jewish state. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that, you know, I think it would have been wonderful for so them. Was, in but, theory. Yeah. yeah. But I also, you know, obviously, I don't think that Germany would have allowed right. that. Yeah, no. I think that it's one of those, it'd be great plan, but no. So then there's <laughs> yeah. snipers. Not a big surprise that Keto's involved. Of like, This no. is one of those where I feel like every episode when Keto comes in, you have a moment where you hate them, and then you love them. But this one, I just only hated them. I there was no redeeming quality for him in this one, and yeah, it was just confusing because just when you think I thought he was on the princess's side, and then he comes and arrests uh, the admiral. So, mm-hmm. and then he gets blackmailed basically by Yamori. So oh, yeah. it about the whole Tagomi murder. So then. I feel like now he's in the spot where he's kind of betrayed the princess, and now Yamori has dirt on him, so he's kind of isolated now. So I think this is going to be really telling to see if he's going to choose a side, maybe in the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought, I'm just, I'm so angry <laughs> at Keto this episode. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I felt with him, this is definitely like we get Yamori and Saito who are like, oh, let's not involve the crown princess. Yeah. And Kido is picking up on the wait a minute and yeah. like keeping this local. But then they call him out for doing exactly what they're doing. Exactly. Of like, yes, we did this for loyalty. It's okay. Yeah. But I think for Kido, it's one of those he might be able to justify or brush it off what mm-hmm. he's done. But seeing it on the outside, I think, is where this is. It's going along yeah. my prediction before of I feel Keto is going to okay. not necessarily deflect, but seeing the people that he re- essentially respects in a way, per- loyalty to your duty. Yeah. 
But going against that, he's like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed up for, which is actually kind of a parallel to what John was going through, too. So, yeah, okay. we'll see. Rachel, any thoughts on that yeah. of Keto having that meeting of like, no, no, you can't talk about this. <laughs> so I'm going to try and answer this without revealing anything from the next okay. episode, because <laughs> I've already watched the two. Yeah. But, um, just from when I watched this episode in particular, mm-hmm. I was pretty frustrated with Keto. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was did not think that he had any way to redeem himself after this and that Mm-mm. he had picked his battle and like he had was now going down mm. the dark side. Mm, that is yeah. what I thought. But that's kind of what I thought last week, too. Well, two weeks ago when we were talking yes. about this, is nice. that he was going to continue going down that bad down, yeah. We shall see. No spoilers. We I know this is a binge show. We're doing these one at a time. So thank you for your patience and watching these uh, and listening. And if you are watching and listening, make sure to give a video a thumbs up. Click that subscribe button. And if you're listening on iTunes, five stars. Leave comments what you thought on the episode. And actually, um, we oh, have yes. some comments from before. Thank you so much for everybody who comments. Yay. We love hearing your thoughts on the show. Rachel, let's give a <coughs> yeah. shout out to some of the people who've commented mm-hmm. from before. So uh, this is on our episode four that we did. Uh, we have uh, Bella Delilah who, with a prediction, she says, I would like his oldest daughter coming to the other world, and also, mm. talking about John, and also the youngest, if she can be <laughs> denazied. <laughs> That's <Yay>. great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam Adam Weiss says, I think that Juliana chose the Lincoln Memorial for two reasons. One, everyone living in the Nazi America knew that D.C. had been blown up. Mm. by the atomic bomb, so if she had a chance to go to the alt world, it would be natural to want to go there to see what it would have would have been like to have to have not been blown up. Hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, purely for the viewer's enjoyment, because it just stirs powerful emotion in the viewer to see a wonderful memorial destroyed. Side mm-hmm. note, in the opening credit slash theme song, they show parts of the sea destroyed by the atomic bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's a good comment. And then just one more from Gregory Adamo. I've been listening and enjoying your work via the podcast podcast, but I thought I would comment here on two things. One, I had never heard of Germania, so thanks for that. Um, And then two, he says, I'm surprised that you did not note the giant Nazi wall between the neutral zone and the great Mm -hmm. Nazi Reich in relation to our nation's current situation. For me, that clearly imposing barrier was the producers of this show's comment on the wall being pushed for our southern border. Keep up the good work. Great. Well, thank you so much for this commented. (laughs) And, uh, no worries if you don't leave a comment. We still love you. So uh, love thanks you. for watching this <laughs> uh, So let's dive back into it. We have... Oh, yeah. So then Belle, mm-hmm. she also has a great question with Elijah of, mm-hmm. did we kill him? Did they move too fast? Oh, yeah. But, no, Elijah says it was worth the risk. Yeah. I, I think they had to take the chance, because if you don't take a chance, you're not going to get anything, right. essentially. It's right. like, or nothing. And, even, and dramatic pause of like, ah, is yeah. it worth it? They knew, and they they know everything they do is risky. And this failure doesn't necessarily mean that they failed. This is true. Yeah. It, it just might be one more step toward a yeah. peaceful resolution. This is true. This is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's pretty much it with the BCR and Bell and mm-hmm. Elijah and them. So we'll move on now. We have Wyatt and Juliana. Rachel's Yay. smiling over there. Well, <laughs> I'm okay. So I'm, I'm. First of all, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> the whole like, I don't know. Just to me, Wyatt and Juliana. As soon as they got together, they were hooking up. Yeah. Like, you come know, on, they've been lonely tension. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> probably, you know. 
yeah. Don't want to be f- t- to be fair. I will admit, while I was watching, it, I'm like, sex is weird in terms of like, <laughs> you know, these people they don't, right. like, you know, they have a deep connection, yeah, uh, on not just the physical level, but it is interesting right. that in terms of comfort, like that is something that the physical yeah. body wants to go to, right. and so it's just that moment of like, hmm, you know, okay. it, horrible things are going on. I but know. you know what? That was one little moment. <laughs> And I am pleasantly surprised because I had predicted that we weren't going to see Wyatt again. Ah, so I, yeah. I was actually very happy to see him. Yeah. And now that he's back, I think he is going to be here for the rest of the season. Yeah. So yeah. fingers and crossed. I also like how they film it because it's like, I mean, who doesn't love a nice sex scene in a movie sure. and all? But uh, I like that they just kind of like, yes, we know. And moving on. <laughs> yeah. like it's a, it's a, at this point, right. it's fluff. It didn't drag we don't it out. need that. Yeah. Of like, we get it. They're together. Yeah. Um, the. Because also Juliana, I, I think for her it's hard because she's to be in the right headspace. Yeah. Because how she mentions how each existence feels real, having gone between the two worlds. Yes. And it's when do you choose? I was just about to. I read that line too. Woo! And that I really I think that is the central struggle for that. I mean, John's mm-hmm. going through yeah. it. Uh, obviously, she's going through it. Mm-hmm. I think that is tough because I feel like it would be so comfortable to just be in the the alt yeah. world. I mean, you have no problems. I think maybe the difference is that Juliana has... I feel like it would be easier for John to stay in the alt world Mm. than it would be for Juliana. Because I feel like Juliana's cause is too strong, whereas I feel like John is just so desperate to see his son again that I feel like he would do anything just... So that's probably going more into predictions. uh, Can we jump... Can we start talking about John or... Not yet. Okay. Okay. Actually, I really actually prediction into that, but... um, (laughs) No, for her, I agree. I think her cause, her fight, I I think she could stay in the alt world for a while, but I think it would eventually bug her that she's letting something happen and she's not doing something about it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's exactly what we saw with her visions of Mm. Tagome, that Mm. he was saying this is incomplete. Mm. And whether they're actually visions or her subconscious, I I think it's a combination of both. But I think both, yeah. Yeah. But I think that there's something that was... Or he speaks through her subconscious, ha-ha. Or or that. (laughs) So, but the idea that something was still unsettled in her soul. Yeah, yeah. She'd been in this alt world for a year, and she had Mm -hmm. to eventually go back. So I think that... I think yeah. that once she finishes mm-hmm. what she came back to do, and I yeah. don't even know, like right now, it's this whole thing of you know they're they're she's trying to get in. We know that she went back to kill John. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know that that is going to be her end goal. But I don't. Yeah. I think her goal might shift, but I think she can't rest easy mm-hmm. doing nothing. Yeah, knowing that that world exists. And yes. which is common theme in this episode, too, of, like, later with Thomas being disappointed in his father, of, like, you're not doing anything. Yeah. So I think Juliana is too motivated to do the right thing. Yeah. Which is a good thing, like, to a fault. Absolutely. So with her and Wyatt, I'm glad. I feel Wyatt is a good partner for her in more ways than one, of just someone who can be part of the fight yeah. and be that kind of rock because she is kind of, like, fluid between the two worlds of, like, okay, let's yeah. do this. And we meet our Brad, well, not meet, but get to see our Brad Bellows of him being still suspicious of her. Also, mm-hmm. I really liked the, essentially, the history lesson that she's giving with everybody of, like, here's what happened with the world. Mm-hmm. And she is very smart. And, of course, it is one of those, like, lady-to-a-man logic. No offense, ladies or gentlemen. <laughs> but when she, they're like, oh, what can we, who can we use? And then yes. there's Helen. And she's like, No. This is somebody we don't know if they've come back yeah. by choice 
or had no choice. And we were all kind of thinking that, too, of like, wait, maybe Helen will be involved with the revolution. And then I feel Juliana picks up on that. And yeah. they, she, they've met, so she've met, she's met her. They knew each other at the mm-hmm. beginning. They did, and she, yeah. she spent a lot of time with this Helen, not yeah. just Alt Helen. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Juliana is that beyond that, she has had. We don't know the full extent of it because we only saw clips. Right. Yeah. But she has had the benefit of knowing Alt Helen and Alt John. This is true. And the whole, yeah. I think that the reason why they even have labeled this episode Malve's Foie is this whole idea of who are you really? Are you always the same person? Mm-hmm. Or are you just mm-hmm. disillusioning yourself if you're acting, if you've been brought up to act a different way? Mm, or yeah. gone through things that yeah. are making you act a different way? And I think that's the whole thing, is that at the end yeah. of the day, who you are as a person is who you are. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that she knows the fact that she, she feels like she was so close to Helen in, in the alt yeah. world mm-hmm. that she knows she can talk to Helen yeah. in any world. Like, Helen can be reasoned with. Yeah. So right. I feel there's that. And so they also kind of mentioned that the portal is an option for a location to attack, so then I kind of wondered, mm. this might be a prediction-y thing, but, like, if they yeah. destroy that space, could John be stuck? Oh, yeah. Because if that's where it could happen. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, anything else Good. with Juliana and Wyatt before we move into the bigger <laughs> no. stuff that happened? All right. So speaking of Helen, we'll talk about yes. Helen and John. We start off the episode seeing uh, essentially how John went down this dark rabbit hole, yeah. which I'm not really surprised in terms of, like, it's unfortunate, but mm-hmm. in a logical perspective, you are starving yeah. or you can eat. Yes. And there are the people that would rather choose to starve or fight, or he wants to save and help his family. Like he's that they could have lost Thomas then. Yeah, exactly. And and the whole thing is that even Helen, a reasonable person, said, yeah. "We need to do this, John. Yes. If it's about survival, mm-hmm. John and his wife did not make the rules. They yeah. simply reacted to the mm-hmm. rules of the the new world mm-hmm. they were now in yep. because they needed to survive. But beyond their survival, they yeah. had a child, and I think that changes everything. Oh and yeah, even." Can I talk about through to the end, or do you yeah. want me to? So, what I thought was handled the most beautifully in this entire show mm. um, that will probably stick with me is how they handled the situation with Danny and the oh, way. Oh boy! Yeah, I cried. The way that John Ooh. reacted yeah. in the past and in the present, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it just shows like, like it's still I watching that scene with John not unlatching the hook Mm. it doesn't make me dislike him because most people in that circumstance they have a child they need to take care of they're thinking of their wife who they love they're Mm -hmm. thinking of their you know Mm -hmm. probably his extended family Mm -hmm. they're thinking of people they care about would most people unlatch the hook yeah. I think it's one of those we all say we want to do the right thing, but mm-hmm. in the circumstance, it's harder than we can ever exactly. imagine. Exactly. Yeah. And my one thing I wonder about John is if I wonder if after all this time he is still just trying to survive, or if he has actually come to believe the Nazi philosophy. I don't think he believes in it. No. I hope not. There's just moments that I think he tolerates it, and yeah. he's, he looks at it so abstractly, and I think right. he has to, otherwise he'd go insane. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, yeah, you can see him compartmentalize. Yeah, over he it and all over and over. And yeah, we see a lot of that in the alt world when mm-hmm. they're sitting and watching mm-hmm. football, and Danny comes back, and Danny brings up all of these emotions mm-hmm. that he's kind yeah. of pushed away. And I feel like that's why, even beyond Juliana, for John, it's going to be much harder for him to ever forget oh, yeah. and to ever go back to the John that he was before. Yeah, the John yeah. that he had to be in this other world 
Because yeah. when you see what could have been and you see the person mm-hmm. that you might have been and, and, and Helen, just mm-hmm. seeing how much happier she oh, is yeah. oh. <laughs> and seeing Thomas, yeah. it, I just don't, I think that of any character to have a change, um, I just feel like he's the one who's going to be the yeah. most stuck. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. That's why I was afraid that he would just end up staying. That's because I feel like... Yeah, he kind of has. I mean, he is obviously top of the chain in the mm-hmm. Nazi world, but it's not who we hope he really is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the man he wants to be. Um, so I, I know, I, but I guess I was wondering because he had forty-eight hours, I think, mm-hmm. to be there. Would if he stayed longer, would mm-hmm. that affect? Was it just because he he needed to be back? That's or was when they're going to open it again. The one oh, yeah. so he has like a limited amount of time. Okay, I mean, my guess is that if he had not gone back, somebody yeah. would I have think come they'd send. In. That's what I was thinking. They would get soldiers yeah. to come in. Okay. Um. Mm, so it's all winter. Yeah, I'm making a note for a thought and prediction. <laughs> um. So yeah, we also have yes. those moments too that from the beginning that mm-hmm. are a really great kind of conversational piece in yes. terms of it's just a piece of cloth. Mm. Yeah, mm. that was a good. Just where it's just piece piece of cloth. Yeah. It's like mm, nope. nope. Uh, yeah. And I think with that too, especially that image, your skin should crawl. Of like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, like it's that is such a compartmentalization for mm. your brain to be like, I can. It, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's I, like symbols have a meaning for a reason. And I can't yeah. help but think of our society, too, mm-hmm. and what they're trying mm-hmm. to say yeah. in that we think things like this, like even now when they yeah. have like a Confederate flag mm-hmm. and they're saying, no, 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 you can't like raise that. Yeah. It's, mm. it's the same kind of thing where it, yeah. certain things do have much more power yeah. than what's like, it's not just a cloth. It's not yeah. just a flag. Exactly. Right? It's something that's associated with yeah. something terrible. Yep. I also think a, the really powerful scene in this one was the breakfast scene with Thomas in the diner and you have oh, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. that just to me there first I thought that scene was just a great reminder that there is more than just the Vietnam movement mm-hmm. going on at this time. We have the civil rights movement. So you mm-hmm. kind of forget, and I think this was a really great parallel to the BCR. So you can see kind of the Afri- African-American struggle in both worlds. And I think this really, this was the moment, even though his emotional scene with Thomas, the fridge, and he's mm-hmm. hugging him, and he cry, but I think Thomas just kind of blew it off, like, oh, Dad's just crazy. But I think it was this moment that was kind of a dead giveaway that John is not going to be able to keep up his front. Because Alt John kind of, he stands up for what is right regardless of the law, whereas Nazi John doesn't stand up for what is right because of the law. So he's basically, like, for him, that's why it was just like, don't get involved. We, you know, we don't yeah. need to do this. And Thomas was so shocked. And I felt like this was kind of John's chance to redeem himself, and he didn't. So <laughs> I, I'm not surprised, though, because yeah. the, all, the John we know is reactionary. And he he is the kind of person who wants to hide and not do something that will get Mm -hmm. him in trouble. He wants to follow. And so the Alt-John that we started to get to know, obviously Uh, he's the kind of guy, like based on Thomas's reaction there, he's Mm -hmm. the kind of guy that would have stood up and said, hey, leave them alone. If they want to sit there, they're going to sit there. It's it's not against the law that they're allowed to be there. But it's crazy what, you know, less than 20 years can do to a 
a person yeah. when they're living in a yeah. world where they have to censor who they really are. Oh, yeah. and they did notice, oh, your hair is gray. And, yeah, uh, there was you, little moments like, oh, it's different. Yeah. Uh, also, there was, I would go a step further, too. So if someone's mad at you, mm-hmm. that's not really any fault of your own. But yeah. I think what's, ever wor- what's worse is when someone's disappointed in you. Yeah. And for a parent to have their child disappointed in them is the worst kind of thing ever uh because like generally hate or anger is like it's more like a flame it's it's quick and it burns out and like i mean there are different things of course but to be disappointed it more reflects on you the individual and i think that's what really chips at john of thomas being like he doesn't say like i'm disappointed in you specifically Mm -hmm. um but pretty much he's he's just like you're not who i thought you were and I'm not proud of you anymore yeah and I think this is what's gonna start that change for Mm -hmm. John uh I think his friend Danny definitely had an impact on him for sure but to have Thomas who he cares so much about that he went to this other world for to be disappointed in him I think is what's gonna make him shift yes I'm like oh hmm maybe and (laughs) That's where that direction's going. Because also, John mentioned earlier with his wife in the mm-hmm. beginning of the episode, Ellen says, like, none of this is easy, but it, mm-hmm. what's it's right for us in terms of for food. Yeah. And then also John says, well, what they have, it works. But that's not survival. You know, that's like survival of your body but not your spirit. And it's yes. like, they can't do that for long. Um, so then the other thing with John, yeah, they have, like, the big argument at the house and everything. Mm-hmm. I like seeing him be so vulnerable and apologize to Danny. Yes. I feel like we have and, not really seen him own his mm-mm, guilt. I feel mm-hmm. like every time you have a little moment where he kind of looks like, away, like, tier. wistfully. Yeah. yeah. And then he just kind of yeah. goes back to the real world. But this was the first, like, he was coming apart at the seams. Yeah. And, I mean, he fell apart with Danny. And I thought that was, this is why I'm hoping this might be the breakout moment mm. for him as well to actually change and maybe you can come back in the Nazi world and do what's right so we'll see it's crazy too because we see like if we compare him to season one Mm -hmm. he probably he wouldn't have necessarily gone and killed his friend like you know actively but (laughs) he probably would have not had that reaction to him yeah so this is really a lot of character development yeah Yeah. Uh, we have one other oh uh, then the only other thing with kind of Helen is having the companion bodyguard spy. <laughs> yes. I thought it was interesting that came right after Juliana catches on to something might be wrong in the marriage. Right. Blah, blah. Yep. So for a sec, because, yeah, the, the wife confidant, like she, the way she even talks to Helen, like, you know, a lot of these wives like to talk to, like, really confide in us. It's okay, robot. Yeah. And so first I was like, well, could she maybe be an undercover resistance trying to get her to talk to her? But mm. that was one of my first, especially because it was right after Juliana suspects. Yeah. So, but I mean, I'm sure it'd be hard to pull off, but they've yeah. done it before. So who knows? <laughs> Any other? I thought she yeah. was more of a spy. I felt spy. Yeah. yeah. We're keeping an eye on you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Any thoughts on this episode before we get into, uh, so we'll get into our special segment and news. Do we have it? Um, yes, I have one little bit let's of Let's do our news real quick. All right. So, the one... Here it is. There's news. <laughs> news. 
Yes, so there is um, there were these dares for donations as a final push this mustache season. Um, apparently last month was Movember, which is the oh. leading mm-hmm. men's, yes, yep. if, you, if anyone's heard of it. Um, this is the leading men's health charity, and basically it challenged participants to do a dare last week for donations to raise these last-minute, much-needed funds. And Jason O'Meara, who plays Wyatt, actually took to Twitter showing off this pre- and post-shave mustache, (laughs) um, saying in a very Irish way, (laughs) um, last call there now, folks, for the hashtag Movember donations, or I'll lick the faces off ya. I use the shaved hair to knit a patchwork quilt for elves. (laughs) They love that sort of thing. Mad for hashtag Mohair they are. Um, yeah, so it's just like a fun little thing that has That's been going cute. on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just just to know what Movember is, it's basically committed to changing the face of men's health and is active year-round promoting programs for men. So if you're Very looking cool. for a good charity, check them out. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. And then, Rachel, you have our special segment, which is essentially the reality and mm-hmm. the fiction. Yeah. So... We kind of touched on some of this at the beginning, and this is a cool soundbite, by the way. <laughs> um, okay, so the title of the episode, Malvais Foi, um, as we mentioned, means bad faith in French. Um, it is a th- philosophical concept um, that is was created by philosophers um, Beauvoir and Sartre, and it's essentially, like, it ties into John, I felt like, the most of any other character in the sense that it's related to self-deception mm. and not being authentic to your true self. Mm. And it, like, to go, here's the more of the, like, you know, um, dictionary term for it, um, the, the phenomenon in which human beings, under pressure from social forces, adopt false values and disown their innate freedom, hence acting inauthentically. Mm. Um, while we're on the topic, too, um, Sartre was very known for um, discussing existential. Exen- I'm not going to pronounce that right. Yeah. I can hear it in my head. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, but he was known for um, discussing this, and all of his work is related around that. Um, for example, he has a quote here, Man can will nothing unless he has first understood that he must count on no one but himself, that he is alone, abandoned on earth in the midst of his infinite responsibilities, without help, with no other aim than the one he sets himself. Uh, so I, I feel like that's that, motivational and depressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention is that when we saw John reading a clip of the newspaper, we saw him looking at yeah. the monster. Yep. And I felt yeah. it appropriate just to talk about the Munsters. Because um, they were, um, they actually, obviously, um, it was a show on CBS. It lasted for about two years. Uh, so that is actually realistic. And it kind of sets us up for when we actually are. Because the show um, came out in September of 64. Uh, mm. Before we had the official draft for Vietnam. Mm. Oh, very okay. cool. Thank you. All right, we're going to do some lightning fast predictions. Right. So let's do more towards like what where things sure. are going in general, not quite just TV the next episode. Yes. Uh, so I had a moment where John was sitting down at the house and Helen was being intimate with it, like wanting to be intimate, mm-hmm. and I felt he was going to be like, screw it, I'm going to stay. Yeah. And I wonder then if he won't go back mm-hmm. and that people will send stuff, a- send people after him yeah. and he won't be able to rest, so then he has to go back to wrap it all up yeah. so that he could stay in the alt world. I like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is all like pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Any things of towards, maybe it could be brought yeah. in towards the whole season, too. I think my one prediction, I feel like Helen at some point is going to be killed. I okay. just feel like she is just kind of a liability, and I feel like it would just be such a dramatic 
part of the show if that happened. I feel like that would change a lot of kind of the course that John takes and everyone else takes. So mm-hmm. I, 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 it's sad, but I think that's on the way. Right. Um, I could see Helen dying. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to say my my thought for the overall um, you know finale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like John is going to end up in the alt world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to bring Amy and Jennifer, mm-hmm. and that. The, the Helen we know yeah. from this world is going to end up dying. Okay. And that's how they're going to wrap it up and, you know, yeah. maybe a little Maybe. Little no spoilers. I know they're all out, everybody. So thank you so much <laughs> for Nobody's Been Spoiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. We'll be having other episodes covering the other episodes. So thank you for everybody who's been watching and listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people find you online? You can find me on uh, Twitter at Rach Goodman or on my author Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. All right. And you can find me on Instagram. It is Bebenship. That's B as in boy, E-B-E-N-S-H-I-P. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Thank you so much for watching, listening, and then check out the other episodes where we break down the rest of this amazing season. Bye. Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 